Hello, and thanks for joining us for episode 13 of Married Well, the podcast. Welcome to Married Well, the podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Creed. As a practicing therapist and marriage counselor, I help modern couples rebalance their relationship. In this show, we explore the real issues faced by couples today and share the best strategies for making marriage work. Are you frustrated with your marriage, disappointed with the reality of your relationship, or are you just struggling to make it all work? You're not alone and you're in the right place. This is your source for real advice for real couples who want to stay married well. Summer is a great time to level up your relationship. The weather is warm, work is cooling down, and maybe for the first time in months, you can step back and make plans to invest your time and your energy in your marriage again. So tell me, what are you doing this month to slow down, reconnect, and rebalance your partnership? On today's episode, we're going to talk about what you can do right now to stop drifting apart and start reconnecting. We're going to explore the four cornerstones to building a better marriage and the steps you can start taking today to level up your relationship. So this week I have been putting the final touches on my new workbook. As some of you guys might know, I'm hosting a summer workshop series and I am super excited about it. I'm putting those final touches on the workbook and I absolutely cannot wait to see you there. This workshop series is the first that I'm able to offer through Married Well. Most of the time I offer this kind of hands-on direct support to the couples that I work with in my therapy office, but because it's summer and everything is slowing down, I have the opportunity to bring this level of support to you. The summer workshop series is going to be all about the steps you can take today to level up your relationship. I know the reality is that most of us do not have the time, sometimes even the money to go on a long marriage retreat, or maybe to invest in months and months of couples counseling, but that doesn't mean you have to wait to make things better. So if you are really interested in building a better marriage, in leveling up, in rebalancing your relationship, this workshop series is for you. The link is going to be in the show notes, but today we're going to spend some time talking about the four cornerstones of a better, stronger, more balanced relationship. These are the cornerstones that we're going to talk about at the workshop. So I kind of wanted to give you a preview. So you, you knew what you'd be getting into. If you're thinking of signing up, but first I wanted to talk about why, why a summer workshop series? Well, like I said, in the intro to this podcast episode, summer is actually an ideal time to slow down. Most of us have a vacation planned. We're taking some time away from work or from those routine obligations. And when we step out of our routines, we have the opportunity to do something different, to start new habits, to shift our mindset, to try something new. Summer is a great time to pick a small handful of things that you can do to improve your marriage and improve your relationship. 
And I really am super excited to bring this workshop series to you because like I said earlier, most of the time, I'm really only able to provide this level of hands-on support to the couples in my therapy room. But I also recognize that not all couples who are struggling need or want couples counseling. Like that's the reality. And so I wanted to give you an opportunity to take some actionable steps this month to improve your satisfaction, to reconnect with your spouse, and to essentially learn how to love your marriage again. Now, this is really, really important to me because for a long time, I didn't love my marriage. Some of you guys probably know my story. For many, many years, I really struggled in my relationship. And to be quite honest, I felt a lot of shame around struggling in my marriage. It wasn't something that most of my friends talked about. And as a practicing therapist, marriage counselor, I thought that I was supposed to know how to do this, right? I told myself, oh my gosh, you know, you know how to do this. You should be ashamed. You should be embarrassed that you're struggling to make it work. And it took me years to understand that there were just so many things that were different about my marriage than the marriage of my parents or my grandparents. And there were so many changes to the world around me that just made it harder to accomplish the things that I wanted in marriage and that I wanted in my relationship. And it took a lot of trial and error for me to really figure out what it takes to make a modern marriage work. I combined experience from my own life but also again, as a practicing therapist with all of the research in the field. And I really feel like for my relationship, I was able to narrow down these four cornerstones, these four things that me and my partner really need to feel happy, to feel connected, to feel satisfied. And kind of running through these four cornerstones and working with the couples that I see every day I realize, and I know that these are four cornerstones that all modern marriages need to be happy. And here's the truth. Happy marriages are whole marriages. They do not have to be perfect, but they need to have these four elements. And the four elements are communication, friendship, and intimacy, teamwork, and trust and commitment. These are the four elements that every happy marriage, every happy couple needs to thrive. And that's what I want to talk about today. So before we get into the weeds about what these four cornerstones really are, I just want to talk for a few minutes about what the problem is to see if you relate. This is something that I notice in my marriage for the couples that I coach and also the couples that come into my therapy office. Modern life does not support a modern marriage. And most of the marriages that I know and that I'm familiar with, quite frankly, they're a little wobbly. And I always get so, I don't know, maybe so disappointed that this is something that we don't talk nearly enough about. There's a lot of stigma and shame around struggling in your marriage. And I just want to put it out there. It's not at all unusual. If you are too working professionals 
who are trying your best to be successful in your careers while also managing households and living far away from family and juggling kids. It is not at all unusual for you to struggle in your marriage. So let's just put that out there. Like I said, modern life does not support a healthy, thriving modern marriage. So what do I mean by that? Well, a healthy, thriving, modern marriage is all about partnership. So true partnership and teamwork, support, mutual support for each other's goals and dreams, not only at home, but at work and intimacy, deep emotional intimacy and connection. That is what we expect from a modern marriage. And we are in some ways so privileged to be able to have that expectation because that is not the marriage of your great, great grandmother. That might not even be the marriage of your grandma or your mom, right? These are really modern expectations that we have. We want to be partners. We want to feel supported and we want to be emotionally intimate. Modern marriage is not just about financial stability and raising kids. It's about having this deep, satisfying connection. But the reality is that developing this level of partnership, support, and intimacy requires time, attention, and energy. And I don't know about you, but for me, those are three things that I find are often in short supply in my own life because I have so many demands on my time, my attention, and my energy. I run my own private practice. So I'm, I'm a business owner. It's a pretty intense job helping folks through some really difficult times in their lives and helping them rebuild their marriages. I'm very invested in being really good at my job and in thriving in my career. I'm also really invested in parenting my kids in a hands-on way. I'm sure this resonates with a lot of moms out there. Dads probably resonates for you too. There's a lot of pressure to be super attentive, hands-on parents. There's also a lot of pressure to be tuned in basically 24 seven to not only our careers and our friends and our family, but the news cycle. If you think about your life just for a second, you'll probably recognize that there are hundreds, if not even thousands of demands on your time, attention, and energy every week in day-to-day life. Nothing special. That's just routine. So oftentimes these demands, these external demands just make it really difficult to turn any of that focus onto our relationships. And when we don't invest the time or the energy, oftentimes we drift apart from our partners. We find it hard to achieve that modern marriage, that marriage of our dreams, because we don't know how to build it. Essentially, you know, I don't know about you, but even in graduate school as a marriage therapist, no one ever taught me how to build a modern marriage. A lot of the marriage advice out there, even some of the stuff that's still taught today to students, it's pretty traditional. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever picked up any of these marriage books, the advice can be incredibly overwhelming because it feels like you have to overhaul your entire life, your entire, sometimes really 
a lot of the advice almost encourage you to overhaul your entire career so that you can really focus in on your marriage and your family. And while that works for some couples, it doesn't work for everyone. So there really has to be a different approach for modern couples who want to build a modern marriage where both parents have the opportunity to pursue their careers, to fulfill their dreams without giving up on their relationships. And this is why I think it is so helpful to think of building a modern marriage in terms of four simple, easy to understand cornerstones. It only takes a small tweak to these cornerstones to really strengthen the foundation of your marriage. Small everyday habits, small everyday actions can really change how you feel and how you connect with your spouse. And so that's really what I want to talk about today. So let's get into what these four cornerstones are. I mentioned them earlier at the top of this episode. They are communication, friendship and intimacy, teamwork, and trust and commitment. So let's break them down. Let's get real. What are these things? (laughs) So communication. I always like to start by talking about communication because by and far communication is the biggest complaint that I hear from the couples that I work with, whether they're in the therapy office or coming to the coaching setting where we're doing some couples coaching, the biggest complaint I hear is we do not know how to communicate. And when couples say this, they mean a lot of things. Sometimes couples mean we can't stop fighting. Sometimes couples mean we don't talk anymore (laughs) and we don't know how to talk about our emotions. When couples say we don't know how to communicate, they mean a lot of different things, but at the heart of what they're saying is that they do not know how to talk to each other. And not only do they not know how to talk to each other, they also don't know what to talk about. And this is this foundation. This is this cornerstone. It's communication. Leveling up your communication is all about learning how to talk to each other and understanding what to talk about. So many of the couples that I work with, I ask them, you know, what are your conversations like? What do you talk about when you go on a date? What do you discuss? And most of the time they tell me, well, we talk about our kids. Okay. That's great. (laughs) But that only goes so far. So leveling up your communication is really starting to understand what are the important conversations to have with your spouse? How do you get intimate? emotionally intimate and how do you talk about it? So communication is often about skills, but it's also about mindset and just really understanding the importance of communication and understanding that it's not just about talking about your to-do list, your chores, or your kids. It's about getting intimate and it's about connecting. So this is the first cornerstone that I really want you to think about when you start thinking about building a better marriage. The next cornerstone I want you to start thinking about is friendship and intimacy. And we're not just talking about physical intimacy, but we're talking about emotional intimacy as well, right? That is that sense that, oh my gosh, this person deeply understands me and they accept me for who I am 
warts and all in a modern relationship. We want that level of intimacy. We also want that level of friendship. We've talked about this on the pod before. Friendship is the foundation to any strong relationship. Like bottom line, this is what all of the research tells us. And this has been true 20 years ago. It's true now. You have to have a strong friendship if you're going to have a lasting love. If you're going to build a lasting relationship, you have to continue to cultivate and nurture your friendship. Friendship is what creates the fun, the adventure, the humor in your life. And intimacy is what creates that connection, that sense of being known, understood, and attached to each other. This is an incredibly important foundation. And as you can probably start to see, if there are cracks in your communication cornerstone, it's probably going to make it difficult to have a really strong friendship or a really deep level of intimacy because you don't know what to talk about. You don't know how to talk about your emotions. So as you can start to see all of these cornerstones, they really kind of play in together, but friendship and intimacy is the second thing that I generally talk about with the couples that I work with, because I find that couples come to me after many years of drifting apart. They come to my office, they reach out because they no longer feel like partners or lovers. They feel like roommates. And even if they're really good roommates and really good co-parents, their relationship feels empty. And that is incredibly difficult for any of us to experience. It's a loss of friendship. So, so many times, one of the key things that couples really need to work on is leveling up this friendship and this intimacy, investing more time in their relationship and not just time, but understanding and knowing the really impactful and meaningful ways to add to friendship. Again, it's not just about going on a date and talking about your kids. It's about doing the types of things that bring fun, adventure, humor, but also intimacy back in your life, making sure that you really know each other and feel connected and understood. So that's that second cornerstone. That's friendship and intimacy. The third cornerstone that I always like to talk about is teamwork. This foundational aspect of a relationship really revolves around how well you solve problems as a team and whether or not your relationship is a true partnership. So many times couples come to me because they feel disconnected. They feel like their relationship is completely out of balance. No longer are they approaching life as a team. They're kind of approaching it as coworkers, right? Where they both have this list of items on their to-do list and maybe they get it done. Maybe they don't, but they're, they're living very separate lives. They aren't approaching problems as a team and they don't really have a sense of we in their relationship. If you're curious about what a sense of we is, tune into last week's episode where we really talk about what it means to be a we couple versus a me couple. And this teamwork cornerstone is really all about that. It's about learning how to solve problems as a team and how to put the best interests of your relationship at the forefront of your mind 
recreating some balance. So it doesn't feel like any one person is shouldering the load of managing a household and raising kids and making their relationship work. Teamwork is that balance. It's that sense of balance. So I always like to talk to couples about teamwork and just kind of check in. How are you guys as a team? More often than not, if there are cracks in that cornerstone of communication or that cornerstone of friendship and intimacy, there are cracks in this teamwork cornerstone as well, because they all kind of work together. You love your kids. You love your job. You even love your spouse. Well, most of the time, but do you love your marriage? If you're struggling to love your marriage, you're not alone. Juggling the kids, your career, and your relationship is hard, even for the experts. And that's why I'm inviting you to join me for my summer workshop series designed to help you build a better, more balanced partnership, reconnect with your spouse, and fall back in love with your marriage. We'll be talking about teamwork, friendship, communication, the things you really need to make a modern marriage work. Join me live in July for this workshop series and take the first steps to leveling up your relationship today. Reserve your spot now at marriedwell.co slash summer series. So communication, friendship and intimacy and teamwork are the first three cornerstones that I talk about, but another incredibly important cornerstone in any relationship is trust and commitment. And this one's a little harder to get to. I mean, after all, it takes time to build trust. You have to have trust to really feel a sense of commitment, a sense of security in your relationship. And this is what trust and commitment is all about. It's trust that your partner has your best interests at heart. Even if they make a mistake, even if they have a bad day, even if you fight, it is this core abiding belief that you have each other's best interests at heart and trust dovetails with commitment. Commitment is really, it's an ideology. (laughs) I'm just going to go there. It's an ideology. It's a choice. It's a mindset. It is the belief that marriage is a lifelong journey. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, to some degree that resonates with you. Commitment is the sense that marriage is a lifelong journey and trust is the belief that you and your partner are in this lifelong journey together to help each other, to support each other, to be there for each other. And trust and commitment is incredibly important in a relationship. Oftentimes you cannot strengthen your trust and commitment without working on the other three cornerstones. More often than not, it is really hard to strengthen your sense of trust and commitment without working on the other three cornerstones, because it's those other three cornerstones where you actually, you know, put the proof where you actually demonstrate in your behavior that trust and commitment is real. So all of these cornerstones work together. And like I mentioned earlier, the reality is for so many of us, at least one or two of those cornerstones are probably pretty wobbly and not because your marriage is doomed or because you're a bad person, none of that stuff. Those cornerstones are wobbly because most of us do not invest our time, attention, our energy in our relationships. That's just the reality. 
And this is one of the reasons why I am so committed to helping busy, stressed out couples find balance in their partnership and reconnect because at the end of the day, that's what we all want. That's what we want in our relationships and our marriages. And when we don't have those things, we feel deeply unsatisfied. And here's a challenge because marriage is no longer simply about financial stability or raising children. We no longer have to be married to survive. Marriage is a choice. And this is where the tension comes from for so many of us, uh, for myself, for my friends, for the couples that I work with, there is a tension between wanting to be married, to being committed to being married, but also looking up at our relationships and realizing, wow, I deserve so much more. And you do, you do deserve more in your relationship. And the good news is that you can get it. So I want to give you my top tip today. If you are looking at your marriage and you are deeply unsatisfied, you've lost connection to your friendship. Maybe you don't feel like a team. You don't feel supported and your relationship's completely out of balance. If you are struggling with any of these aspects of your relationship, I just want you to know you're not alone. And because you're not alone, because there are so many of us out there who are struggling with the exact same thing, we know how to fix it. (laughs) That's the good news. You're not alone. And there are ways to fix this. There are ways to turn it around to either level up your relationship and make it an A plus or to just build a better marriage, to reestablish all of those things that you found that you loved when you first got married, there are ways to love your marriage again. And this is what my tip today is all about. I want you to love your marriage again. So I'm going to tell you the five steps that you need to take that you can start taking today to rekindle your connection, to rebalance your partnership and to learn how to love your marriage. So here are the five steps. Step one, the first step in learning how to love your marriage again is mastering your marriage mindset. Remember, your marriage mindset is simply what and how you think about your marriage, your relationship, and your partner. How you think about things, your thoughts, your beliefs, the stories you tell yourself, they matter. They shape the way we feel. They shape how we show up in our relationships and they shape our level of commitment to our partners. Mindset has a huge effect, for example, on whether or not you think of your relationship as a me or a we. Mindset has a huge impact on whether or not you see marriage as a lifelong journey and how you show up when times are tough. The first step in leveling up your relationship and building a better marriage is to really understand your marriage mindset and make the shifts that you need to connect. So mastering your marriage mindset, that's the very first step. And that is something you can start doing today. Step number two, if you want to improve your relationship, you have to double down on your communication, be kind, be direct, and most importantly, 
never stop talking. And I know this is hard. When I say double down, I mean it over communicate and don't just communicate about logistics, to-do lists, communicate about your feelings, your thoughts, your beliefs, your dreams. These are the things that we forget to talk about once we have kids after we've been married for 10 years, 15 years, we forget to talk about these things. And we also forget that communication in a romantic relationship is about connection. Too often we look at communication simply as a way to deliver information. And if that is how you approach communication in your marriage, you are missing out. Communication is an opportunity for connection. So many of the couples that I work with spend years avoiding conflict, avoiding communication, avoiding opportunities to really connect because they have started to look at communication and talking about their feelings or taking the time to really understand their partner. They start to look at that as a waste of time. So another step that you can take today to level up your relationship is to double down on your communication. And it's okay if you feel a little shaky about your communication skills, because the reality is most of us have never been taught how to communicate in a romantic relationship. You could be an amazing communicator at work, as a boss, as a colleague, you could even be an amazing communicator as a parent, as a, as a daughter, as a son, as a friend, but there is something different and more vulnerable about communicating in a romantic relationship that most of us simply have not been taught and quite frankly, do not feel comfortable with. So if you do not feel comfortable communicating and communicating in this way, that's okay. It is something that you can learn. So doubling down on communication not only means taking the time, taking the energy to really communicate with your partner, but taking time and energy to build the skills you need to feel more confident. So that's step number two, double down on your communication. Step number three, focus on your friendship. That's right. You're planning to spend the rest of your life with this person. You have to have fun together. You have to laugh together. You have to like each other again. It is not enough to be really good roommates. You have to be friends. And so many of us take that friendship with our partners for granted. I know I've done it. I've done it with my husband and I've certainly felt, you know, taken for granted before because at some point, we kind of get in this mindset where we we tell ourselves, okay, well, that's done, right? You meet your partner, you fall in love, you work really, really hard to get to know each other and to be good friends. And then you kind of check that box. Okay. We're friends now. And we do not invest again, those words, time, energy, attention into nurturing that relationship. Think about it every year, every day, you are growing and changing as a person. And when really big life events happen, like having kids, moving to a new career, moving to a different state, anytime we have really big life events, we change. We change our thoughts. We change our beliefs. We change our attitudes, but 
we don't really check in. <laughs> we never really acknowledge that our partners are growing and changing as well. I'm changing. My partner is changing and focusing on friendship really means understanding that and continuing to be curious about who your partner is and taking the time to connect. And when I'm talking about focusing on friendship, I want to put it out there. I am not just talking about date night too often. We get distracted by date night and we tell ourselves, well, if we go on a date once a month, that's enough. Sorry. That's not true. Friendship is really about the small daily things that you do often to connect, to get intimate again, not just physical, although that's nice, but to be emotionally intimate, to be physically intimate and to have fun together. So that's step number three, focus on your friendship. Again, this is something you can start today. Step number four, if you really want to build a better marriage, you have to upgrade your marriage management system, right? So this is really, it goes back to that cornerstone of teamwork. You have to be able to approach life and all of its problems as a team, not just two people doing their own things to muddle through, but a real partnership. And something that gets in the way for so many couples is this marriage management system. This encompasses everything from those to-do lists and the chore lists to how you talk about the things that need to get done. This is your marriage management system. And when you have a strong marriage management system, so when you know how to talk about the things that need to get done, when you have systems in place to do them so that they do not take over your life, when you have those two things, you will stop fighting about the little stuff. <laughs> you'll stop fighting about the dishes in the sink and you'll start spending more time enjoying each other and enjoying your relationship again. So this is step number four. In order to have a really strong marriage, you have to have a strong partnership. And to do that, you have to just ditch the stress and get organized, not just as individuals, but as a couple. And this is a whole different beast. So many of the couples that I work with, both partners are incredibly organized and incredibly on top of things, but something happens when they come together that tosses this element of chaos into their planning and how they manage day-to-day -day life and day-to-day -day stressors. And it just leads to a lot of conflict and, or a lot of disappointment. So if you are feeling unbalanced in your relationship, like you are carrying too much of the load, too much is on your plate, you don't get enough support. You probably have some sort of problem in your marriage management system. And again, this is something that you can start working on today really looking at how you and your partner manage day-to-day -day stressors as a team and what's not working for you. So that's step number four, just to upgrade that marriage management system. And step number five, and this quite frankly is the most important step and the one we do not talk about enough. Step number five, if you want to level up your relationship, if you want to love your marriage again, you have to invest in your marriage, in your partner. And I'm not simply talking about money, although money helps. Money helps pay for that babysitter so you can go on date night. 
Uh, money helps pay for a cleaning person to come to your house so that you don't argue about the laundry anymore. Money is important and it's always worth investing money if you're serious about leveling up your relationship. But this is more than money. This is also about, and most importantly, it's about time, attention, and energy. You simply cannot spend your marriage, putting your partner and your relationship on the back burner without consequences. I mean, after all, that is how so many of us get into trouble in our relationships. We make our marriages, we make our relationships, our partners, a second, third, or sometimes even fourth priority. We just put all of these really important things on the back burner because we tell ourselves, well, it'll be there when I get to it. You know, we might say to ourselves, wow, you know, my marriage is so important to me, but instead of spending time with my partner, I'm going to go return three emails for my boss. It's this natural habit. We all do it. So if this has happened to you, if you really realize, oh, I've put my marriage on the back burner, don't be ashamed. You're not alone. But if you do realize that it is time to switch it up, it's time to make a change. The most important thing you can do, this step number five in the five-step process is to really make a commitment to invest in your relationship. Spend your time, your energy, and your attention on this really important part of your life that probably in the long run matters just as much, if not more, than your job, than your chores. Really make a commitment to investing in your relationship. And this five-step approach works because it focuses not only on the small things that might be going wrong in your relationship, but it approaches your marriage as a whole. When you take this five-step process and you master your marriage mindset, double down on your communication, focus on your friendship, upgrade that marriage management system, and invest in your relationship, you are really strengthening your foundation as a whole. You are making sure that every cornerstone is strong, that there are no cracks, that there are repairs. And like we talked about at the top of the episode, if there is a crack in any cornerstone, if any of those four cornerstones are wobbly, it's going to have an impact on the others. So this approach really works for marriage because it looks at your relationship as a whole. It makes sure that everything is strong to reconnect so that you have the opportunity to rebalance and to just really rekindle that spark with your partner. So this approach works because it focuses on your entire relationship, but it also works because it's manageable. I'm not asking you to completely overhaul your life. I'm not asking you to quit your job or to take a sabbatical or to kick your kids to the curb. <laughs> so that you can spend a month alone with your husband. I'm not asking you to do any of those things that feel impossible. I'm asking you to take small, manageable steps every day to level up your relationship, to invest in your marriage. And again, that's why it works. And so kind of going back to that top tip, my top tip is invest in your relationship. 
take time to work through those steps, take time to strengthen your cornerstones. And if you are struggling, reach out. There is no shame in acknowledging that making marriage work is hard. It is hard to juggle your career and your kids and your chores and your family. It is so hard to do that all at once, even for the experts. So if you are struggling, reach out, you deserve more. And the good news is that you can get it. So remember, if you're struggling in your relationship, you're not alone. Juggling your kids, your career, and your marriage is hard, even for the experts. And that's why I'm inviting you to my first summer workshop series designed to help you take steps today to rebalance your partnership and reconnect with your spouse. You can check out the details at marriedwell.co slash summer series. The link is in the show notes and don't forget to follow me on Instagram for more tips and tricks on how to build a better, more balanced partnership. I hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening to married. Well, the podcast have a comment or a topic you'd like me to cover. I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram at married.well. show notes and resources can be found at marriedwell.co. Special thanks to Emily Harding for producing this episode. Ready to level up your relationship? Start with my free quiz at marriedwell.co slash quiz and get a tailored to you strategy to overcome your biggest relationship roadblocks. Remember, relationships don't have to be this hard. You can be married well. See you next time.